carbohydrates. Now, that is a big thing that I want to spend some time on today because I think a lot of people have a negative connotation with carbs. Because I think the industry has turned it into a thing that if you have carbs, you're going to get fat. And mm. where that originated probably was cutting out calories in order to 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 lose fat that's right you know it's an easy way to say let's cut out carbs it's a whole macronutrient that you cut out of mm. course you will be in a calorie deficit and i'm not sure if the listeners know how it works in losing body fat but you have to be in a calorie deficit everything you eat in a day has calories and if it's 2000 calories and you want to lose a weight you want to be at around 1500 1600 calories and cutting out that macronutrient is quite frankly absurd because mm. it is the body's main source of, of energy. energy wellness is more than just physical health, physical health. Physical health. it's your total well-being talk wellness with anjan this is episode number 6 and today i have a strength and muscle building specialist he's also a seven times men's health cover model now today's topic is uh, how strength training and muscle building is absolutely for everyone now this gentleman he is a bed in human movement science and sports management he's also an hiit group instructor at one of the top studios in dubai and like i said an international men's health cover model seven times over it's our pleasure to have you on episode number 6 Hendrik Hugenbosum. Thank you so much Anjan for having me. I'm super excited to be here and talk about all these interesting topics. I've got lots to say and um I think I can bring a lot of knowledge to the people listening. Amazing. Did I get the second part of your name correct? Hugenbosum. Hugenbosum. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm yeah, not gonna, I'm not going to enough. That. It's a difficult one. It's a difficult one. Hugenbosum. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get no, some interesting pronunciations. Pronunciations. Okay, so I want to first start with the reason you chose this topic today and why strength and muscle building is for everybody. So I was very skinny when I was younger and uh I think that was always maybe a bit of a confidence problem for me. Um and I wanted to be stronger, bigger, full a suit or full a shirt and that's something that I just was I was working on it. I wanted to learn about how to build muscle, how to put the effort into it. There's there's a lot of effort that goes mm. goes into it and I'm sure. sure a lot of the listeners that have tried building muscle will understand that it takes a lot of effort. You got to be really patient. and um that's how i really got into it i got extremely passionate about it and i do i do train myself like that every single day still and that's what we say even in yoga we say when you find a teacher find somebody who not only can give you the skills and tips but somebody who's living the life exactly. like practicing what they're preaching yes. and that that shows thank you so much and i mean if you can learn somebody like if you can learn from that teacher or that coach then that's you've won 100%. Exactly and more than learning you know uh, this is the importance of spent finding the right teachers because when you find somebody and accept them as your teacher or your coach you're actually saying i want to live like you live. Yeah it's 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 very humbling actually um people looking up to you you know i mean do I think a lot of clients do lo- look up to their coaches. Yes. And uh, we do appreciate that of course and also a big thing for me is creating relationships with the clients or the people that come to me for advice or who just simply want to know one simple tip, you know. So I always find that special. So this show is going to be packed with tips. We hope you can stay tuned to episode number 6 as we go along. But let's start about your journey from skinny boy <laughs> till six pack abs, seven times men's health international cover model. Tell us that journey. Okay, so I mean I always used to be a 
very big sportsman. I uh, got blessed with great genetics from my parents. Um, rather talents than genetics because I was a very skinny boy. But I, I had a lot of talents. I was, uh, I was a sprinter. Um, I was very good at 100 meters and 400 meters. And then I was a very good rugby player. I played professional rugby. Unfortunately, at that part in my life, I think I was too young to put in the hard work. Mm. And, you know, there's a saying, if you've got a lot of talent without hard work, you won't make it very far. And I think that was a very good example for me. And that is one of my motivators for working hard every day, you Mm. know, because I kind of lost that part. Um, Maybe it wasn't a dream of mine at the time. Um, So is it something you regret? um, I do regret it. Definitely, there's a part of me that do regret it. I want to play sports. I want to, I want to be in that team environment. It's a lot of fun. Um, but also, I mean, if it didn't go out, like, if I didn't go through that pathway, I wouldn't have ended up in Dubai. I wouldn't have met my fiance here. I wouldn't have been who I am at the moment. I mean, it would have been a whole lot different. So Correct. I do appreciate that I had to go through that mm. in order to develop into what I am today. Shout out to his fiance, Amy, who was on episode number one. <laughs> if you haven't heard it or seen it, go back a few episodes. You'll find it. Yeah. So skinny boy to muscular boy. Uh, the, you, you've spoken about how you felt a bit bad that you couldn't really have that dream or that goal to get into the rugby. And then what happened? So I think when I stopped playing rugby, there was a big physical, sporty kind of part of my life missing Mm. um, as I kind of didn't know what was going to happen next. I was still studying um, education. I got my educational degree in, uh, in movement science and management. So I had to get myself moving at some point again. Because I, I think I think when you are such a sporty person and you're used to that physical activity, yeah. I think you kind you, of you almost go into a bit of a depression. You know, I don't I don't say I was depressed at all. I've, I'm lucky enough to never be, have been depressed, but you do miss that. Do you miss the endorphins? Maybe ex- exactly, exactly. And I think the body craves that. I mean, it's been getting it for so long, and the brain wants that in those endorphins. So then I got myself into the gym, and mm. I've always thought in the back of my mind that. I would like to be a little bit bigger. I would like to fill out clothes a little bit more. I would like to have definition in my muscles. That's right. And um, that's what really motivated me to start training. And I had a very nice group of friends that I trained with, um, which is very important if, you, uh, if you're just starting out as well. And I'm sure we'll touch on that later. So that's tip number one. Find a group of friends <laughs> who can, you can motivate each other. That definitely is. I promise you, like you can stay loyal to each other and that that helps you. I mean, you know your friends are going to be there 5 p.m. Like tonight. Accountability so, yeah. partners. If you're not there, it's your friends. So they'll be like, where are you? Yeah, like, yeah. you got to be at the gym. We, we do this together. That's right. So, so that was a big deal for me. And that's how I started my training in muscle building and strength training. And how did the seven times men's health cover model thing happen? Oh, my word. Okay, that's a whole completely different story. So after I got my degree, um, I actually never went into the modeling career into no no no, i I never went and become a teacher so because in south africa unfortunately teachers are very underpaid Mm. so it was something it was not a very big um salary motivator for me that's right so i wanted to change and i long story short i ended up in bmw selling bmws which in south africa is very hard i was uh, (laughs) trying my best to sell them (laughs) they are quite expensive in south africa but as I was in Johannesburg, I had this goal to get on the cover of 
South African men's health. That's right. Um, like that was one of my achievements that, or one of my motivators to train hard. Um, in South Africa, you have a thing that you can actually enter, enter into a competition and you get the chance to be on ah, a cover. Okay. So that never became a reality though. As soon as I got myself known in the industry, I moved to Dubai. So I missed it just like, I don't know by how much, but I missed it just a little bit. And then fortunately, as soon as I stepped off the plane in Dubai, I made it a goal of mine to be on Middle uh, Middle East. That's right. Men's health. And I got into contact with the right people. I was in the right environment with the right people as well. And I was fortunate enough to, to be on on the cover yeah it's it's a a very big proud moment in my life all seven of them you know um yeah it makes me emotional even thinking about it ah that's sweet wellness is more than just physical health it's your total well-being find out how to have a healthy balanced life have a healthy body through exercise nutrition and engage the world through learning problem solving and creativity talk wellness with anjan now heading to the main part of episode 6 with my guest henrik strength and muscle building is for everyone why why do you say that well it is a really important part of life and also as you grow older i mean there's so many facts why it's good for you to do to do actual weights and i know there's a lot of people out there that might not want to do weights but there's a lot of benefits um and one of it can be that as you grow older over 30 you might lose 2 to 5% muscle per year and i mean the muscles keep you upright and mm. keeps everything going if you just have the bones and no muscle your body's just going to fall apart so True. you really need those muscles as you grow older um to to actually just uh, function properly so let's talk about some of the common sentences you hear often like oh strength training is not for me i'm too old or i'm a woman i don't want to look so muscly so strength oh. training is not for me i'm too young what yeah. what are the common ones you hear the biggest one is probably ladies saying that they don't want to do weights or they don't want to do heavy weights because they scared to get too much muscle and to to look like a man you know and that i mean <laughs> i wish it was that easy i wish it was that easy because then i would have been bigger by now <laughs> i would have been stronger as well um ladies need to do weights that's like i mean there's no point in arguing about it mm. it's it, it it is so good for ladies to do weights and they they'll benefit so much out of it um you will not get big mm. unless you have an i don't want to say abnormal but genetic like, predisposition yes, to uh, maybe excessive testosterone or exactly, something exactly exactly which i would say 98 or 99% of ladies don't have that's right so it's very important for them to keep their muscles strong and fresh and keep their body supported and do you also hear this from really young people saying i'm too young to start strength training um, like 10 year olds 12 year olds 15 year olds 20 year olds not really to be honest mm. but um how, how young can somebody start strength training you know what For me personally, I was actually in the gym just before this and I saw two really young guys training and I thought to myself, they're quite young to be in the gym. Where if it was my kids, I would have liked to tell them to get outside and play, maybe play a sport or something like that. You know, like first develop the the motor 
hand-eye coordination yeah. motor skills. Like develop those things first. And then once you're 16, 17, maybe get into the gym a little bit. So 16, 17, you say is a good age to yeah, get into the I gym. Yeah, I mean, there's no wrong age. I won't mm. say there's a wrong age, but I, th- I think it would be good to start with body weight work mm. um, in order to function properly. So calisthenics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that would be great. Maybe, you know, a sport like wrestling would be amazing That's right. for, for children. And then if you want to build more muscle, by all means, get into the gym, join a group class, whatever you feel like doing. What about older people who have never done any fitness through their life? So that is that is quite a difficult one because older people, especially if you've never done weight training, it could be difficult because you've never done it. I mean, you you might be mm. 50 or 60 year old. It's 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 a way different approach, but you got to start them really slow. And it's very important for them to, to do those weight training because mm. as you get older, like I mentioned, you're losing muscle a lot per year, especially if you're not doing training, you are definitely losing muscle. And also in older people, you get your bones start to like, you, you, your bone density goes down. So you want to increase the bone density and that's what weight training also does for you. So, going with the theme of strength training is for everybody, I like the fact that you said it's difficult, but it's not impossible for somebody who's 50 or 60 or even 70 to start weight training. I've seen some incredible testimonies on Instagram and other places where 70-year-olds are really ripped and they're doing strength training. So, it's it's definitely possible. 100% it's possible, yes. I'm saying it's difficult because Mm. for me, genetically, it is difficult. Mm. Um, Not everybody grows muscle as fast as the next guy. Uh, You might be lucky and you gain strength and you gain muscle very fast. I am not like that. I have to eat very specific. I have to get my protein in every so couple I, of are hours. Are you talking about like body types, like ectomorph, yeah. yes. endomorph, mesomorph? Yes. Let's yes. let's talk about that a bit. So I'm an ectomorph. Okay, I'm a skinny guy, tall. I've always been like that. Um, so um, and then the mesomorph would be somebody that somebody picks like up muscle easier. Okay, but also oh, gains no, no. fat I, I thought, easier. I thought, I thought mesomorph was like in between. Uh, you the get ectomorph, ectomorph and the endomorph. Endomorph. Yes, sorry. sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, endomorph, which picks up muscle very easy. Also can gain fat, fat very easy. Okay, so that you've you got to be a little aware of that, you know, if if you want to be lean. Um, and then the mesomorph. mesomorph is somewhere in between where you don't pick up muscle extremely easy, but you also don't lo- lose fat. You're, like, you're not a skinny kind of guy, you yeah. know, and you're not super tall, you're not super short. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's a great place to be, you know. All of them mm. is a great place to sure. be. It depends on what your goals are. I also want to spend a few moment, uh, minutes uh, talking about bone marrow because you said yes. bone density reduces yeah. as you grow. So, w- w- what, what, what insights and perspectives can you give us on that? I mean, I'm not an extreme expert on that. No worries. But... Um, but the heavy weights do, I mean, increase your bone and den- uh, density, that's for sure. And that's extremely important because you always hear all the people, um, I mean, I'm generalizing now, of like course. breaking bones just from a fall. Mm. I mean, it's it's common. Mm. It's common. So as you get older, you really want to focus on getting stronger and just staying healthy. I know my fiance always says, you know, she's, she trains because she wants to be able to tie her shoes at the age of 80, mm. you know. So, so that always like sticks in my head. And um, I, always, I also saw something on Instagram, a nice little reel that this old man was training just to 
pick his grandson yeah, up. Yeah, I saw that too. You know, and, I saw um, that too. Just to pick him up to put the little star like, on the Christmas tree. He was, he was training with sacks, big sacks. Yeah, with and, a kettlebell. Yeah, yeah. I think it was a kettlebell. Yeah, initially um, some sacks and then a kettlebell. Yeah, and we yeah. were wondering what he's doing. I yeah, saw that and you're like, what, what is this guy doing? You know? Maybe we'll put up a clip for you. Yeah, like, and that's inspiring, you know, sure. because... I don't have kids of my own, mm. but I'm sure one day I will be in that space. Mm. And we got to kind of think about that at this point in time. You can't just train for now. You got to train for the future as well. Very true. Very true. Uh, let's talk about some more myths that you hear when it comes to strength training. Okay. So the myths, carbohydrates. Now that is a, a, a big thing that I want to spend some time on today because I think a lot of people have a negative connotation with carbs because I think the industry has turned it into a into a thing that if you have carbs you're gonna get fat and mm. where that originated probably was cutting out calories in order to 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 lose fat that's right you know it's it's a it's an easy way to say let's cut out carbs it's a whole macronutrient that you cut out of mm. course you will be in a calorie deficit and I'm not sure if the listeners know how it works in losing body fat but you have to be in a calorie deficit everything you eat in a day has calories and if it's 2,000 calories and you want to lose mu- uh, a weight you want to be at around 1,500 1,600 calories and cutting out that macronutrient is Quite frankly, absurd because it is the body's main source of, of energy. energy. It prefers that. So let's talk about good carbohydrates and bad carbohydrates. Is okay. this a myth or is this, does it really exist? You know what? There's not really a thing as a bad carbohydrate. Um, some carbohydrates um, digest faster. Some digest slower. It might keep you fuller for a little bit long. But in the end, it's the same thing. It's got the same amount of calories. Mm. You know. So, I mean, what, what do you use carbohydrates for? Yes, for taste, but but more importantly, for energy. True. So I wouldn't say there's good and there's bad. There's ones that have more value in nutrition, mm. like vegetables, fruits. Um, so those are the ones that you can focus on. So are you saying that most of your clients who come to you, the biggest thing that you hear always is, I want to cut my carbs. Oh, my word. You hear it all the time. You hear it all the time. I don't eat carbs. And I'm like... How do you not eat carbs? <laughs> I eat so much carbs in a day. That's right. I eat rice with like every meal. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's just about can you It's almost like you're control? from India. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I could be. I could be with the amount of rice that I eat. So it's it's just about how your portion control is. Mm, mm. You know, like and most people don't know how much they should be eating. So, True. I mean, it's not your fault that you don't know that. But maybe just do some research or talk to somebody that knows. Or start listening to your own body, maybe. Get, get, get in tune and then when you feel even half full, stop. 100%. Because the rest of it is just your mouth wanting it for the taste. It's not really your body wanting it for nutrition. That is definitely true. Once uh, once you start getting full, you don't have to keep Fill on eating. Yeah. You know, um, you you have to make sure you got a balance between all of those macronutrients. You got a good amount of carbs, a good amount of fats, and a good amount of protein. And I mean, I can I can elaborate about the percentage of split yeah yeah that let's you do that let's well. do that your suggested percentage so for me personally and uh, i think that's an average across the board as well as we know everybody's body is a little bit different yes but everybody's body is a little bit different sure. right uh, it's a bit of a you got to try it out to see how you play body with responds. it see what works yeah. for you 
And the difficult thing is that it takes a while to, to, figure, it to figure it out. Um, so normally it is 40% protein, 40% carbs, and 20% fats. And mm. why that macronutrient split in percentages is because that fats have almost double the amount of calories mm. per gram. So mm. that's why you split it like that. What about that. vitamins and minerals? Yeah, and- I mean... That if you are getting a lot of veggies as your carbohydrates, then you are almost Already sorted getting with that, all your, you know, uh, if you true, get a good true. variety of that and you have your fruits, I mean, it's like nature's vitamins, mm. right? It's like, it's like nature is actually supplying you with all the vitamins. If you get a great variety of carbs, I, I mean, uh, uh, veggies and fruits, then you actually don't need vitamins. I mean, maybe there's one or two. You, that you mean you, you need. don't need vitamin supplements? Supplements. Okay, okay. Supplements. No, yes, in, extra, in your sorry. mix, I didn't hear vitamins. That's why yes. I asked what about vitamins yes. and minerals. Vitamins and minerals, yes. So you don't need the extra supplements sure. if your diet consists of all of it. Of course, we know everybody's body is different. So some people might have a deficiency in iron or something mm. like that. Mm. And that's what some things that you can get tested. And then maybe you would have a supplement for that. But if you're not getting your variety of of veggies and fruits, then yes, you're going to need supplements. Episode number six with Henrik, strength and muscle building specialist. We're going to be giving you some more truth bombs in just a moment. Talk Wellness with Anjan on Talk 100.3. Diving right in on episode six for more of these myths that we'd like to bust. So one I would really like to touch on is and it's not really a myth, but it's something that I always come across is that you cannot outtrain a bad diet. Mm. Like you can't, it's, it's just impossible. You, you're not going to be able to burn those calories. And something that goes with that is you're probably not burning as much calories as you think you are. You burn most of your calories throughout the day just actually by living. So what do you mean by bad diet? So, I mean, bad diet is by junk food. Like ah, okay, okay, most okay. junk food, mm. processed foods, mm. they also have, like, they're more dense in calories as well. So, true, you'll true. end up eating more calories. And you are not going to burn those calories. You mm. are just simply not. It's going to stick on with, in your body longer time. Exactly. And it's so processed that the nutritional value of it is like zero. So, you need to definitely swap that. What is one motivation that people can get? Because I know I know a lot of fitness folks and a lot of uh, yogic folks also. I mean, we're on a pretty, pretty much plant-based diet all my life. Yeah. But sometimes I find people just love the taste of that burger or that mm. pizza. Uh, how, how do we get them to understand where we're coming from? Because it's it's a difficult task sometimes. They're like, no, your, your health talk is not going to really get me to stop eating my burgers, yeah. right? So... <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I also do eat burgers and yeah. I also do enjoy a pizza. Mm. I have a day for me that. Me too. Me yeah, too. I have, a, I have a day for that. Um, I've always been motivated by, I've heard somebody say once that training and changing your body and the whole experience of wellness doesn't just happen in the gym. Mm. Once you're out of the gym, you're still training. You still have to feed your body. You still have to give it whole foods. True. And this also connects with age and all the discussions we've had earlier already it is it's really looking after your body for in 30 years it's really not you won't feel it now so if you had to tell everybody listening and watching one motivational line through which they can actually decide today's the day i'm going to stop eating junk food and focus on my body so that in 30 years i can still tie my shoelace what would it be turn one day into day one Mm, i love that so if you're saying one day i'll do that 
turn it into right now? Like, why why do you have to wait for next Sunday or Monday to true, start? True, true. Like, it's just you putting out an excuse Perfect. to to start in a week's time or something like that. Yeah. So today could be one day or it could be day one. Exactly. Beautiful. I love it. What's what's something else commonly that you hear in your profession, uh, which is a myth? Um. So. Something I always like to to focus on when I step into the gym, I know a lot of people struggle with motivation, is uh, that I I do the exercise that I want to do least first. Mm. You know, because you're gonna keep on putting that exercise out. At the end of the session, you're not gonna do it. That's right. So once and and if you're struggling with motivation, you're doing that first hardest exercise first. Then it's all like cruise control from there yeah so that's how i like to start my sessions and you know it's normally the squats <laughs> it's normally the bench presses the heavy exercises the ones that people struggle with so it's, so, it's like food you always keep the nice thing to uh, eat in the end oh, so yes. that it, it retains the Taste flavor in, in your mouth. mouth yeah yeah so for me that's a that's a big motivator for me that's a big motivator for me yeah beautiful beautiful what else what else do you commonly hear are there any more um, not that I can think of at the moment. If something comes to mind, I will okay. Let, let's talk say. about. Let's get back to muscle building now. Yes, and you had some points to cover there. Yeah. So um, muscle building for me is my passion. I'm always seeking to build more muscle. Should everybody be seeking to build more muscle? Not necessarily. I mean, if you want to build muscle, you want to be a little bit bigger. You want to fill a shirt or something amazing. If you want to get stronger, that might be a little bit of a different approach. Mm. You might mm. not eat. As much food as somebody would eat that that wants to build size, maybe lean or something. Because then it's all about calories, right? That's, That's right. a different kind of approach. Mm. You might have to be in a calorie surplus, especially if you're an ectomorph. Sure, you know. Um, so you can get stronger by doing the same program as somebody that wants to gain muscle, but your diet might change. Mm. So, so that's something that you can focus on. Um, so you're saying strength training is for everyone, but muscle definitely. building need not be for everyone. Yeah, I mean, not everybody actually wants to be big. That's I've, right. Something that I've realized coming to Dubai, you know, it might have been very bad of me back then, but back then I was like, everybody wants to have a six-pack like me. Mm. Everybody wants to have big muscles like me. And I very quickly realized that that is not the case. Correct. And that I have to get that out of my mind because... Not everybody wants a six-pack. That's right. That's not going to fulfill them. It's not going to make them happy. And it doesn't really make you happy, to be honest with you. Of course not. It, like, it's, you, you're probably going to have to cut so many things out of your life mm. that's going to make you unhappy and that's going to make you less sociable. So you'll end up, you know, you're not, you're not winning that battle. Yeah. Um, for me, I am, I'm, I'm comfortable working on my six pack eating the strict food you know for me that's a process and i i find a lot of joy in that mm. and i feel the most comfortable having a six pack but that's not everybody else my uh, first yoga teacher used to say if you want a six pack um, abdominal muscles to show then eat like a laborer and work like a farmer <laughs> that's what go. he said he said there if you, you do that you get, you get six packs 100% and let's just say this Everybody's got a six pack. Yes. Everybody's got muscles abdominal in their abdominals. Muscles. It's just, is it showing or is it not showing? True. And if it's not showing and you're happy like that, then cool. Exactly. And and if you'd like it to show, make sure it's not for somebody else to see. Yes, 100%. It's for yourself it's when you look be. in the mirror or when you when you touch your own abdominal muscles. It's mm -hmm. not really for 
uh, to please yeah. somebody else in society and that, work. that's indoctrination you want yeah. you want to share some thoughts on this so, I, because i'm sure you see many people who come to you say henrik i just want six pack abs in yeah. like sit down let me talk to you it's not a good motivator you know i've i've realized that looking good is not a good motivator it's got to mm. be some sort of stronger goal it's got to be it's got to have more of a emotional attachment mm. to it you know some some sort of depth the, i i think personally the only way the way maybe looking good would be a good motivator if maybe i mean you were bullied in school because you were skinny or you were fat you sure. know that that sure. might be a very strong motivator were you no not at all okay. <laughs> no not at all no okay. i was i was lucky not to be bullied or be the bully i, okay. I would never do that but um but it's not a good motivator to look to look good mm. i mean maybe for your first year of training and mm. then after that it fades and then you got to realize what are my goals now mm. do i want to become stronger am i writing my program down and that's we right. can go into that as well that's right am i writing my program down am i writing my weights down or do i want to run a marathon you know that's a whole complete different goal Strength. do i want endurance do i want strength training do i want flexibility exactly. do i want exactly those are the kind of goals that you should aspire to okay let's let's create an imaginary program for a hypothetical situation okay okay Wellness is more than just physical health. It's your total well-being. Find out how to have a healthy, balanced life. Have a healthy body through exercise, nutrition, and engage the world through learning, problem-solving, and creativity. Talk wellness with Anjan. So let's create a scenario, okay? So maybe thirty-year-old guy and okay. he wants to build a little bit more muscle, build a bit strength. Great. Okay, so how I build my, my my programs, and I would build it exactly the same, is I would start with: Is he a beginner? Hmm. Um, okay, maybe let's. Maybe, what what is beginner? Um, he's been in his he's been in the gym before, yes, but okay. he's not like he hasn't gone to the gym for two years. That's right. COVID got the better of him. That's right. Okay. Okay. Well, there you go. So, <laughs> I would start him on a full body. training program okay. like right? HIIT or something no 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 i'm 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 talking about strength training yes i'm talking about strength training like i would do 3 to 4 sessions per week full body hmm. every all, day all muscles yes. basically yes because simply because you haven't been in the gym for a while if i make you train legs the first mm. day mm. you're going to hate me the second day correct you know that next day you're going to struggle getting out of bed that is not a great motivation to come back to me true so i would start with a full body start slower maybe if he remembers the weight so that, so higher weights or um, higher reps no i would i would i would start about average reps like 10 to 12 reps per set three or four sets um you really don't have to do more than an hour like you mm, just want to mm. get into it for the first 2 3 weeks right? right and then we can look at the weights and look at different exercises um so i would start with with real strength compound movements mm. and mm. i don't know if the listeners know what compound mm. movements let's are let's assume they do so compound movements are a exercise that inquires two or more joints and muscle groups yes in order to achieve or to do the exercise. So a squat is a great um compound movement. Yes, compound movement. Deadlifts, bench press, pull-ups, push-ups. Those are your those are your starter basic movements that you can always bounce back to that. So mm. I would start with something like that. Let's say we do we doing legs. I would start with squats. And in my, I would start your first set body weight. 
of course you have to warm up so let's get the muscles going and then we'll increase the weight and see after your your set you should tell me is it about a seven or eight out of ten difficulty mm. then that's fine that's the way they will do because otherwise easy, load some weight on. yeah yeah like seven to eight out of ten if you're going up to nine or ten in that session you're gonna hate yourself tomorrow mm. like you're mm. gonna be so sore it's easy to forget how really how sore you can get and True. it makes it makes life a little bit difficult just getting out of the car or walking upstairs and then after i've done that heavy exercise then i would go to maybe another heavy exercise for upper body so we're covering legs and then uh, upper body so a bench press or pull-ups and we can do assisted pull-ups you get machines everywhere in every gym that can do that or you can use a band that that can assist you so basically compound exercises and full body workout for yes. how how long for like two three weeks and then what happens yeah i would say two three weeks and then we can start focusing on different body parts okay so then we can either do full upper body or full lower body mm. or we can go to a full push day which would have chest in it show a little bit of shoulders and a little bit of triceps and then the pull is the back and biceps and rear delts so is this is this common or is this stuff that people are already doing or is it something which you feel is a bit revolutionary i because of its simplicity it might not be so common because people like to put additions and add-ons and drama yeah. on to workouts like keep it just basic something mm. like basic is so simple and it always works that's why it's called the basics yeah so i don't think i think there's a lot of people that get back into the gym or start out gymming and then they just do one muscle group you mm. know and i'm talking about just chest mm. or, or just just bicep curls just guns you know like that's not really the way to 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 go about training Building. your whole body mm. and please if you are somebody that is getting into the gym remember you cannot just do the exercises that you like or the muscle groups that you like and it's not just about it's going to look strange if you just like if you're somebody that avoids legs you're going to have a big upper body and it's mm. going to look a little bit str- mm. like i don't want to say strange but it's going to it's going to look funny it's going to look funny if you have small legs and yeah. you a massive upper body and obviously i mean i do understand some people don't have the genetics to have big legs like you seen the tweety bird cartoon when she goes yeah exactly <laughs> exactly so um and also if you are avoiding some muscle groups mm. or some exercises the chances of you getting an injury is big that's right because all the muscles in your body is made to work together so if one muscle is working harder or is stronger than a different muscle that other muscle that is weak is really going to get some strain on it mm. on that note leave us a comment or a message telling us do you strength train if you don't do strength training why is that we want to know from you talk wellness with anjan let's throw out some more of those truth bombs or unpopular opinions as we like to call them so i've got something very important that i want to share is mm. that if you're a beginner because sometimes i see people training and they really don't know what they're doing and mm. you know it's not their fault they don't know what they're doing it's unfamiliar territory and i really would love them to come and ask a question like right. am i doing this right because and the reason why i don't go over to them because maybe they feel judged you know or, if i do something like that unsolicited opinions exactly so m- maybe they don't appreciate me coming over but if you are somebody that goes to the gym and you're really trying hard but you still don't know what you're doing like look around in the gym is there somebody that 
looks like they know what they're doing, mm. go over to them, speak to them, ask them. Maybe you can do a session with them. Maybe they're friendly and. So you're saying don't be shy, don't even if the big shy. muscly guys look intimidating. <laughs> if it's, it's your first day at the gym, the bigger they are, the nicer they probably are. Yeah, they're probably like the softies, <laughs> m- m- mushy inside. So go for, go to the biggest yeah. guy. <laughs> or I mean, if if you don't want to do that, then I would really recommend getting a personal trainer. That's right. You know, that's it's extremely important. And if money is tight, you know, you don't have to spend the whole lifetime with them. You can buy twelve sessions. Yeah, yeah. And just learn how to do you know? it. Mm. Because I think a lot of people have a personal trainer because they don't want to think about training, mm. and that's also fine. And they if, need that motivation of uh, yes. my personal trainer is sending me a message, so I don't have to think about yes. motivating myself. Yes, you got to remember that if you've got a personal trainer, it doesn't mean that the job is done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just means that you've got <laughs> guidance now. True, but um, but. A lot of people want just for the trainer to mm. tell them what to do, mm. which is also cool. Mm. You know, if you've got the money to spend that every month, mm. that's awesome. Mm. But if you really want to learn and you don't maybe have the funds to do it month after month after month, do one set of sessions package yeah. with a personal trainer and really learn, like really ask questions. How should I be training? What should I be doing? And if it's a good personal trainer, they'll help you, they'll help you at their yeah. absolute best ability. Mm. So they give you enough, like it's like teaching people how to fish instead of giving them fish. Exactly. They give you exactly. enough to train on your own. Yes, you got to be able to fish on your own after that. Okay, so these are some questions that I ask every single guest of mine. What has been your biggest failure and what did you learn from it? I've all touched on that. That was um, my, my biggest failure slash regret is not working hard enough to become a professional rugby player. Mm, we touched on that. Um, yeah. yeah, so... That was a big deal for me because okay. I, maybe not at the time. I mm. thought I just wanted to get out of this. Because and what it was you learned from it? With. I've learned that hard work goes a long way. If you've just got talent and you're not working hard, you are probably not going to get there. And would you call yourself a hard worker or a smart worker now? I would call myself a hard worker rather than a smart worker. I mm. don't mind putting in the hours mm. and the effort. Mm. I mean, I know so n- none of the Tim Ferriss four and a half hour work week stuff. Yeah, for you. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> shout out to Tim. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that also makes a lot of sense. But in in terms of strength training okay. and in terms of my training life and <clears throat> lifestyle, I like to put the work in. Cool. Best advice you've ever received? Oh, best advice I've ever received. Uh, that's a tough one. Um, yo, you got me blank now. Can you give me some time for that? Okay, one? worst advice you ever received. <laughs> <laughs> worst advice I've ever received is go as heavy as you possibly can. That is not good advice. Mm. Like, yes, you have to push your muscles. You know, of course, you have to overload your muscles. And I'm just talking strength training now, right? You just have to overload your muscles. But if you're going as heavy as you possibly mm. can, and I would say it's like one or two reps. You're bound to get injured if you're not in that, if you don't have a set program. That's right. And that's like, leave that stuff for the people that want to compete. I need to get one of those sound effects where every time we bust a myth, it goes like, you know, I need to get one of those sound effects. Um, what do you wish you had known 10 years ago? I wish I had known that resting days are extremely important. See, I, I really need one of those sound effects. <laughs> you don't need it. You can just do it yourself. <laughs> who are the three people in your life who have been most influential for you? Um, I, I would definitely say my fiance. Shout I mean, out to Amy. Yeah, she is just, she's the best, really. Um, and then over the years, 
my mom and dad has just been absolutely fantastic. When I, 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 I used to be a sportsman and they used to be at everything, mm. like everything. Every time I competed, they were there. Um, my dad couldn't take me to all the training but my mom was taking me to every single training, you know, every single time. And then if I could pick another person, I would say it was one of my coaches when I was at the Sharks. Um, I think I learned a lot. What are the Sharks? Oh, it's sorry, like a, sorry. The team. Sharks is a rugby team, a professional rugby okay. team in Durban in I, South Africa. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, sorry, I'm sure I just I assumed that. everybody knew that. <laughs> um, so he was, he was basically the conditioning okay. coach. What's his name? Um, his name is uh, Andre Folstiet. Shout out to Andre. Yeah. So he he's a man, drill sergeant. Fantastic. Okay. This is a segment called Daily Routines. Name something you do every single day without fail. Every single day without fail. Um, I have about a liter of water when I wake up. Wow. And yeah. th- and this is also an ancient yogic practice. Yeah, yeah. You know why? Because it massages all your internal organs. Oh wow! I mean, yeah, because as as you drink the water, it passes through your foot pipe and lands in your stomach, and then because the stomach is so like enlarged, yeah, it, it, when you move with it, it massages your internal organs. I didn't know that, but it seems your like I'm connected halfway to your yogi, intestine yeah. <laughs> and uh, liver, and uh, you know your That's kidneys. That's great. Okay, uh, stress buster. Five ways or tips that you have to get rid of stress. You know what I mean? Really, just get into the into the gym and just be in your own space. So once you enter the gym or once you come into my class where I'm coaching, just forget about everything. Like you can't do anything about that mm. now, anyways. Mm. For forty five minutes, so be in the gym and be, be in, in the now. Being in the now, that's a hundred percent. Being in the now, like, okay. For more, for more stress busting, and that's something I need to work on as well. Being present, you know. Um, for more stress busters, is go for a walk. Just get outdoors. Get outdoors. Maybe that's even more important than the go for a walk. Just get outdoors. You want to connect with nature, right? That's right? Take your shoes off. Walk on the grass. It connects you. It grounds you. And that's amazing. So take your shoes off even if you're at office like I do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, another stress buster is get more sleep. Okay. It's sleep. so important. And saying that, I had one of the worst sleeps of my life. <laughs> you did very well for that. <laughs> um, it was just not a good night okay. of sleep. But, but I mean, st- sleeping is one of the biggest recovery tools. It, mm. The biggest recovery mm. tool. Mm. Well, one of these episodes in the future, I'm definitely going to do on sleep. Because I spent yeah. two and a half weeks uh, with an ancient monk, a yogi in India, who sleeps only for 15 minutes a day. <clears throat> and he taught us how and he was wow. climbing mountains and he was walking barefoot on top of the hill and he was fully energized no lack of energy right and um, he taught us this and when I was practicing I was sleeping for four hours a day and I was fully energized and I said I really? still can't reach 15 minutes he said yeah because you live in a city and you have so much tension so I'll probably do another ah, episode on it okay. to break the myth of you need to sleep yeah I mean I would love to actually speak to somebody about and the, and the and the, um, the main line there is he said if you're always in a state of rest you don't need to sleep. Oh, that makes so much sense. That's a drdumch. That's a drdumch. Okay. Uh, one, more, one more tip for relaxation. We've got only four. Um, reading, for sure. <laughs> reading. Reading is, uh, is great to get yourself also out of reality and maybe into a different kind of space that, that's intriguing. Nice. My last question for you today, it's called Anjan's Footwear. If you could be in my shoes or the lack of it, what would have you asked yourself that I didn't? Um... Maybe what I eat in a day. Okay, what do you eat in a day? I eat about five or six meals. Okay, they're not 
I mean, they are pretty decent sized meals, but I move a lot, I coach and I train, and I'm a lot on my feet. So uh, I would generally start the day with about three eggs and a little bit of potato. And sometimes, depending what I had, what I, what I trained the previous day, some oats as well, and that's for breakfast. Then I would generally go to my classes, teach my classes, and come back and eat a proper big meal. Be, yeah, it'll be yeah. like beef sometimes, and that's like nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah. But I've been awake since four, so yeah, 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 <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah, my lunch yeah, almost. Yeah. So I'll have about a hundred or like f- one hundred and fifty grams of beef. Amazing with carbs. Remember the carbs, <laughs> like a hundred grams of carbs and some veggies, and those meals kind of carry on for another three times in the day. And because I'm always after building muscle your body doesn't store protein mm. so if you can give it protein it. yeah if you can give it protein every three four hours yeah. you give yourself a bigger chance of building muscle amazing on that note let's uh, tell everybody how they can catch you on social media so i'm on instagram at hendrik underscore wuchen that is that's my I'll, I'll just tag him you can just <clears throat> forget the spelling of that i'll just tag him <laughs> Hendrik. it was a pleasure having you in the Thank studios you so for much, this episode of talk wellness uh, thanks for all your truth bombs and perspectives man thank you it was a pleasure being on the show and have a fantastic 2022 thanks you too wellness is more than just physical health, physical health. Physical health. it's your total well-being I want to take a moment to thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to this episode. And I'd like to remind you that the perspectives that we shared on this show are of my guest and myself only. And you should evaluate if it works for you before making it yours. Always consult your own doctor, therapist and healer before you make any drastic life changes. And we would love it if you could share this podcast link with your friends, your family, your circles and talk about it. That's why we call this series Talk Wellness. We need your support to get the conversation around well-being to be a more prominent one. I would love to connect with you across social media. Look for Meditate with Anjan on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. And also, please leave a review. This will help us grow. Next episode will be out soon and it's episode 7 and it's going to feature Deeren Harchandani who is a Dubai-based transformation architect, NLP coach, serial entrepreneur and an endurance athlete. And we'll be talking about how to master your inner game. Thank you once again for your listening and for your love. Stay relaxed. Namaste.